What's up, you guys? My name is Noelle, and this is Hot Girl Happy Hour, where we discuss all things pop culture, lifestyle, and hot. And it is Bookish Friday. I'm so excited. I just finished reading the book, The Bandit Queens. But before we get into the book, I do want to give a trigger warning. This book does heavily talk about sexual assault, rape, and domestic violence. So if that's something that you don't want to hear, just stop listening now. But let's get into it. We are talking about The Bandit Queens by Perini Stroth. I loved this book so much, you guys. Honestly, I'm not just saying that because I'm recording it for a podcast. The book was really interesting and I learned so much. All right, so setting the scene of the book, we are in India, which I did not know much about before I read the book, honestly, which makes me feel a little bit ignorant, but I didn't know the caste system was still so prevalent and how it works. And this book taught me so much about that and just general Indian history, which was really, really interesting and fascinating to read about. So our main character's name is Gita, and she was accused of murdering her husband five years ago. Nobody has seen from him. Nobody has heard from him. So they just assume that she murdered him. And they say that she is mixed with dirt. So a lot of people in the town just do not respect her. They do not like her. They don't really invite her to parties or anything. And she's just somewhat of a loner. But she does have a small business. So young brides and other people buy jewelry from Gita, and she has managed to keep herself afloat for the past five years. So a lot of kids in the town and a lot of men in the town just kind of avoid her and don't really respect her because she's a husband killer type. But she's in a lone group because women in this country need to be in a group to get alone. So the book starts off with one day she goes to her lone group and one of the women in the lone group is missing. Everyone's wondering where she is and Gita ends up paying her portion of the loan. So her friend Farah is in her loan group and Farah does not have the money to pay off the loan because her husband Samir took it from her. Farah ends up asking Gita to help her kill her husband because Gita has experience being a husband killer. Gita tells Farah that she actually does not have experience being a husband killer, so she's not much help. But later on, Gita eventually decides to help Farah kill her husband. They end up poisoning him, which is good because he was beating on Farah. He was hitting their children, and we later find out he was doing stuff to girls as young as 13 years old while they're out in the fields. Gita doesn't feel too bad about doing this to the woman's husband, and I really don't blame her either because the woman's husband was about to take even more money from Gita. Gita, even though she's been accused of murder for years, was not ready for her emotions and what she would feel after murdering the guy Samir. So she immediately starts feeling guilty. She's worried the cops are going to come and confront her. And she's just all over crazy at this point. And that's when the woman Farah kind of turns her back on Gita and tries to extort even more money from her. So Gita goes to her friend Saloni looking for help. And she's like, look, I helped Farah murder her husband because I thought it was a good thing to do. And now Farah is being horrible to me. And then Gita's talking to Saloni and she's like, I am not really a killer. I didn't kill my husband. And Saloni is like, yeah, I know you didn't kill your husband. You don't have that in you. You didn't even murder this man, technically. All you did was come up with the plan. So her and Saloni start devising a plan to get back at Farah and get Farah off of Gita's back, basically. But for Saloni to do that, she says, well, I need you to help the twins. And the twins' names are Pretty and Priya. 
are twin sisters and the sister pretty once had a guy who had a crush on her. She did not like him back. So thinking he was hurting her, he threw acid on her sister's face, leaving her permanently scarred. And then he resulted in marrying the sister since he permanently scarred her and knew that no other man would marry her. But the sister, of course, has a lot of resentment towards her husband because he scarred her and left her face looking horrible. So she wants to kill him and says that she will help Greta get Farah off her back if she just helps murder her husband. <laughs> her main love interest was a man named Kareem, who's actually a bootlegger. Their big bonding moment comes when she goes into basically a city with Kareem while he's picking up stuff for liquor and she's trying to pick up poison to kill Farah's husband with. So Kareem and her go into this town and in that town, they meet another bootlegger who Kareem sells to. And then they find out that this bootlegger is testing his stuff on dogs, but he's mixing it with menthol and the dogs are going blind and they're becoming very sickly. And Gita is just not with it. She's like, you cannot do that to animals. And they're like, aren't you a husband killer? You're concerned about these dogs. And she's like, oh my God, that's just so inexcusable to do. So Gita obviously frees the dogs and Kareem loses basically his biggest client. And he's like, you know what? I'm glad you followed your heart. But yeah, this is kind of inconvenient for me. And him and Gita developed this like very, very, very slow burn romance. Like pretty sure all that they do in the book is kiss, which is definitely a break from the normal romance books I read, I'll say. But I loved his character. He was a bootlegger and he was a very nice guy. He so of course they have a blooming relationship even though he used to sell alcohol to her husband. So later on in the book, Gita and the women make an attempt to kill Pretty's husband by poisoning him. But Gita later on feels awful about it. She feels like she's taking another father and she thinks she'll reincarnate as basically a mosquito if she kills Pretty's husband. Right after she takes the poison away from the husband trying to save him, he attempts to rape her. And she's like, I spared this man's life and he's willing to emotionally kill me even though I didn't even really want to kill him. So she has this moment where she regrets not killing him. So then he is attempting to rape her and she bashes his head in with a statue. So eventually the guy who Gita, she killed dogs, he comes back looking for her wanting to murder her and everything goes to shit pretty much at that point. Now all the women are like interconnected in these deaths and this man who's like a huge gangster is mad at Gita wanting to kill her. But the women at the end of the book, they really all bond together and make shit work as women. And I really appreciated that. Even Farah helps, even though it, she at one point was attempting to extort Gita. She helps handle everything and Gita at the end of the book comes out on top. So what I wanted to talk about mostly was what I read about is a woman named the Bandit Queen, um, which of course is the main title of the book. And I thought when they were talking about the woman in the book, I didn't know she was a real person. So when I read more and more, I was just so surprised. So the real Bandit Queen, her name was Fulan Devi. And she was just a badass. Like, so Fulon Devi, aka the Bandit Queen, was born and she was in the very low part of the caste system. And she was a very verbal young woman from a young, young age. 
So because of that, her parents married her off when she was only 11 years old to a man who was like three times her age. So it was a disgusting, terrible marriage. Eventually, she joined a gang type of group and she became the leader. Her gang robbed higher caste villages and they would hold up trains and vehicles. Like She was also a Robin Hood type of figure. She called for the murder of like 20 men who killed her lover. So the real bandit queen was obviously a badass and everything. And so much rape and torture happened to her, but she still came out on top. She did serve 11 years in prison, which is kind of a, which is kind of an L. But when she left prison, she joined parliament, which I thought was so interesting because she used to be lower caste. But it was not so much because of her being a woman, why she was looked at the way she was, but because of her caste. And that was just crazy to me because, you know, things are the way they are in different countries. And learning about the problems going on and the culture going on was just astounding to me. So if you guys really want to hear about a badass woman, look up The Real Bandit Queen. And there's even a movie about her. I think I'm going to watch it because her story was just amazing. They killed her lover. So she killed everyone that had anything to do with her lover's death. I included a few spoilers about the book, but I kept out some really, really big things just because. But... Basically, she helps her friends murder their husbands, and she comes out on top as she should. This is good as the story is gone, girl. I'm going to say in midst. Check it out and come back next week for Bookish Friday. I think I'm going to be covering Prince Harry's book along with a cute little romance novel. But you guys have a good Friday.